Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is Jennifer Eurasio, founder and spiritual director of Soul Language and the Business of Soul. You're listening to Ask and Answered by Soul. This podcast is dedicated to providing you with tangible tools to embody your divinity and create a life based on freedom. Each podcast is focused on a topic that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. During each show, I ask an expert three key questions so you can understand that you're not alone on this journey and your soul is the key to forming a life full of abundance, purpose, and passion. The goal of each interview is for you to take away a practice that you can do right now to change your life and understand what assistance is out there in the universe to support you. And today I'm talking to Hallie Avalio. I hope I got that right. Hallie is not a typical anything. And that's the truth. That includes woman, mother, friend, entrepreneur, coach. Hallie is an affirmation queen and a lover core values and is obsessed with empowering women and humans to create a life they love that is sassy as F asterisk CK. Through her manifestation and self-love coaching, she utilizes many modalities to help people connect to their greater purpose and their highest self. She loves to help women get unstuck, find self-love, manifest their purpose, and live this life to the fullest. She's the founder and president of Sassy Healthy Fit, an organization created with the mission to teach as many humans as possible to love themselves unconditionally and create a F-U-C-K, yes, life, and to make this world a brighter place through each of our unique gifts. And by the way, everyone, I have no trouble cursing. I just don't want to hit the little little thing on the iTunes that says explicit. So welcome, Hallie. Yay! Hey, Jennifer. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be here and I'm so with you. So we'll just use the F instead of saying it full out, but y'all get it. what we're talking about. Yeah, y'all get I, it. <laughs> so I always start the show asking this question, which is what is your soul shared with you throughout your lifetime? Well, my soul, and I, I have to say, I feel a little like extra sassy today because I did my homework. So I knew this question was coming and I love it. And what my soul has shared with me throughout my lifetime, which is something that I teach to everyone who will listen to me is that our purpose on this earth is to reclaim our self-love so that we can learn to fall in love with ourselves all over again when we are ready. Love that. Yay. So how do, so there's a lot of talk here about self-love. Now, if you guys listen carefully, you could see an eye roll. Or you can hear it, right? Because nobody really knows what that means. Like, I kind of know what it means and you know what it means, right? But what, and we talk about it all the time as spiritual uh, connection individuals, but what does it mean, self-love? Because I think people think, oh, self-love is getting your nails done and taking care of yourself. I mean, it's all that, but it goes much deeper. Can you tell me your definition of self-love? Absolutely. And I love that you have the eye roll with it because I agree. And I want to just make a distinction between self-care and self-love. And you do have to indeed care for yourself in order to show love for yourself. But that care and that love, they are they are different actions with the same sort of energy and intention. And self-love is a broad topic. Self-love is about purpose. It's about 
really getting to the heart of who you are. It's about relentless discovery of your truest essence and allowing yourself to be that mastery of self without apologies, good, bad, indifferent, ugly, frustrated, elated, elevated, all the things. So to me, what self-love is about, it's about radical self-acceptance and allowing your heart and your heart space to be all encompassing for who you are as a being and therefore how you show up in this world. So, you know, my next question is going to be, how do we do that? Like, how do, you know, that's always the question people ask, right? And I know it's first a being state and we get to activate and we get to fill ourselves with that. But in the everyday world, how do we practice this profound acceptance of ourselves and how do we integrate it into everyday life? Wonderful question. And I love the word integration because to me, that is, that is really the key. You had a recent guest on who talked about compassion. And one thing that she talked about was the compound effect. And I want to kind of expand upon that conversation in this context of self-love, because I believe that you're right. There's a lot of there's a lot of hype. There's a lot of lingo. There's a lot of jargon. There's a lot of self-love is so magical, blah, 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 blah. Right. And you want to like gag and be like, are you freaking kidding me right Right. now? Right. So let's be real. What is self-love? How do you do it? It's the compound effect. It means that every day you take small, sustainable actions that allow you to be true to yourself and not every day it's going to happen. And so when it doesn't happen, how can you, instead of spiraling into a fear state, have compassion for yourself, understand that you get to choose again, not even tomorrow. You get to choose again right now. Yeah. You don't have to stay in any situation that you're in, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a occupation, whether it's a health state, you get to choose again at any moment because it's your life. And I believe that one of the biggest challenges that we are facing and that's starting to come to light, especially coming out of this pandemic and coming out of all this um, disruption that we've seen in this world into awakening and into more self-elevation is this idea that we have agency. We have agency over who we are. We have agency over how we live our lives. We are not condemned to live a life that our ancestors live and our generations told us that this is the path. This is the narrative. This is the way you live your life. We have agency. We have opportunity. We have choice. So it starts there. It starts with, I am making the choice to show up for myself every day. And that might be a really tiny choice. It might be a really small move. Like when I wake up in the morning, I'm going to walk into the bathroom and I'm going to give myself a high five in the mirror. And that's courtesy of Mel Robbins, by the way. But it could be something that small that takes all of 10 seconds that starts to change the trajectory of how you start to see yourself. And then it catapults and it it compounds into these elevated actions. And you truly do start to find that, hey, I'm a pretty cool person. I, I have a lot of value. I have a lot to offer to myself, to others around me, to the greater world. And I want to start doing more to really allow that person within me to shine brighter. Yeah, I I think a lot of people confuse 
self-love with liking. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think, I think before we can like ourselves, we have to love ourselves, right? I think when we love ourselves in such a profound way, we can like ourselves in a whole new way. You know, that to me, self-love is this profound acceptance, like, huh, could have done that better. I still rock, but I could have done it better. Yeah. That's okay. Right. Yeah. You know, I think so often I was it's like 10 years ago. I mean, he's 17 now, but Eric, my best friend's kid was tiny. He was about six and we were at the beach and I was fighting with the lounge, lounge chair. And he's like, what's wrong with Jenna? I'm like, I'm like fighting with myself. And he's like, who's winning? And I went, <laughs> no one, Eric, no one's winning. And that to me is what self-love is about. It's about, for me, that warrior energy, really yeah. moving into that conscious warrior versus that unconscious warrior and really going, huh, if, if I wasn't me, if I was treating me like I would treat my best friend, I would love her no matter what. Right. And, and really that I love how you talk about the conscious warrior, because that state of conscious awareness is something that I talk about all the time. I taught a class earlier today and I spoke of, you know, being the conscious observer of self and the conscious observer of self is able to step out of the expectation, step out of the judgment and witness your being as is all of the things without putting any expectation on it. And to me, that's an expression of self-love. Does it happen naturally? Not necessarily. Does it take practice? Absolutely. Do you have to be a conscious warrior with intention every day? Ideally, but does that mean that you're going to be? No, because also you're human. And that's the piece that we often forget is that as humans, we, we aren't perfect. We have we have lots of distractions, disruptions. We have fears. We have, you know, imperfections. We have all these parts of ourselves that we have to grapple with. But again, if you can just say, yeah, I'm all of that. I am all of that. And that's cool. And I'm just going to be that conscious warrior embracing all of who I am. And then I'm going to navigate it each day a little bit better ideally. And to me, that's, that's really the essence of both self-love and answering this real, you know, profound question of who am I? What is my purpose? What do I, why am I here on this earth? And knowing that, that the more you ask that question, the deeper that you will understand those things and that's okay. Yeah. You know, it's really that self-love is created when you separate, well, you close the gap really between human and soul, right? Mm. You're human, you allow yourself to be human, and yet you know that there's something deeper. Those mistakes, those challenges are not a reflection of your essential nature. That doesn't mean you don't tweak them. That doesn't mean that you don't make changes or transform but you know that at the core of who you are you are worthy of love and you deserve to love yourself and it's right yes 
I so, love that. Thank you. So what big question have you been asking yourself lately? My big question has been, you know, in feeling this essence of, of self-love, which feels really wonderful is now what is how do I go from this place? I sit in now in this present moment into this greater elevation of expanded self that I see and feel so clearly what, how do I bridge the gap? And so that's, that's kind of my quote unquote million dollar question recently. And um, while I continue to ask myself the question, I also realize that the more that I lean in and do the work of loving myself, accepting myself, showing up for myself every single day, the closer I get to knowing that I'm in that expanded state. Right. And then it's about, for me, it's about understanding it on a deep level that you, the, the world you're co-creating with the universe. In right. Life, right. And that you're allowing your essential nature, your magical self to be the director versus the human being the orchestra of your life. Yeah. Or the conductor rather. Right. Right. So how do people get more of your goodness? Well, they can absolutely check out my website, which is sassyhealthy.fit. And I just want to draw their attention to the free resources page because there's a lot of goodies there to help you on this journey of self-love, of manifesting your purpose, of really stepping into your truest essence. And then of course you can find me on the socials at sassy, healthy fit. Love it. And what is the one thing you want people to take away from our time together? Well, I, I don't know if you were planning to ask this question to me, but I loved it. So I'm going to bring it up is the refrigerator magnet. question. That was my last question. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to save it because I got something good for that one. <laughs> but I think the biggest takeaway is this. I want you audience listening to show up for yourself every day. You are worthy of that. You are worthy of showing up for yourself every day. And it starts with setting an intention when you wake up in the morning which I like to do by when I open my eyes saying today, my intention is, and then stating how I want to feel something that would help me feel like I'm moving the needle moving forward. And then I want you to actually take action. Don't just listen to the podcast and read the books and watch the YouTube videos, but do something for yourself every single day. And at the end of the day, honor that thing. Say, I'm so rad because I did this thing. And all the other things that happened, awesome or not awesome, but you did the one thing and that's worth celebrating yourself for. And the more that you do that and get in the habit of really honoring yourself for the greatness that you are, the more that you will find that true love of self, not just this kind of uh, image of self-love. Love it. Okay. Ready? Ready. If you were a magnet on whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator, what would your magnet say? It would say my favorite affirmation, which is I am asserting the mastery of my real self. Love it. Beautiful. Well, I want to thank you so much for spending time with us today. 
Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure to be here, Jennifer. I love your energy. You're super aligned and fun and fabulous. And I know that this work that you and I are both doing is making such a beautiful impact on the world around us. And to me, that feels very purposeful and connected to my soul. Thank you. I'm so honored. Yay. Everyone, you've been listening to Ask and Answer by Soul. And of course, I'm Jennifer Nusia. This podcast is dedicated to helping you understand that your soul is the answer. If you're interested in learning more about the answers of your soul, you can secure your free sacred practice tool at soullanguage.us forward slash sacred practice. Again, you've been listening to Ask and Answered by Soul. And if you like the show, leave feedback, write a review, share it with someone, reach out to me. But most importantly, reach out to these guests because you won't be disappointed. Thanks everyone for listening and bye for now. Are you a fan of classic cinema or a young person who wants to discover the best films of all time? Do these legendary movies still hold up? On the Generation Film Podcast, two guys who grew up when movies dominated the culture share a great film with a panel of young movie lovers and see how it plays for today's generation. We discuss changes in storytelling styles, representation, the making of each film, its initial reception, and how its meaning has changed over the years. Join us as we explore cinema classics across generations on Generation Film. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric acid.